Hi, it's your girl, Nick, a.k.a. Nicoletti Spaghetti, and I'm here with my bitch. Jill, a.k.a. Just Jill. And you are listening to the Wasted Truth Podcast. Let's spill some WT. Yeah, I kind of was fucking that up real bad a second ago. I'm sorry about that, but uh, we, fi- we fixed it. I bet Puck gets in such trouble with this new soundboard. You think so? Well, I was just like playing along to the drums on my chair. Yeah. Because I can't, you can't hear what's happening in the studio because no. the music plays now. Yeah. And like, I Puck's already bad at it, so I guarantee every time oh, it's like I can hear. Puck, I do not want your job, and Owen, I don't want yours either. I'm the guy in the chair today, and I'm confused as fuck right now. <laughs> it's fine. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Luckily, luckily, our guest walked <laughs> us through it. Yeah. Thanks. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Lan. Uh, <laughs> Who I, also has a podcast. I do, yeah. Yeah, um, I do have a podcast. I'm very late. Um, but it's not my fault. It's United United Airways' fault. So uh, I flew in just for this. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. No, no, just for this. You're no paying, other reason. You covered the flight, right? Yes, I got cool, you. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. for sure. Awesome. And I'll, I'll cover the Uber expenses to get yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your dinner tonight. Yeah, you got to write it off. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll write it off. My, yeah, my it's taxes not like my, my boss is going to write it off tonight. <laughs> taxes, what are those? <laughs> Never heard I of them. I don't know. <laughs> I'm actually not sure. <laughs> I pay somebody else to do them. And by that, I mean my mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Shout out, mom. Wait, hold on. What's shout out? What's the shout out button? Got it. There you go. <laughs> there it is. It's working. I hope. <laughs> or we're I just think, not recording anything. I think it's fine. Okay. It sounds it sounds fine to me. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Or yeah, or just listening to each other talk. Yeah. And uh, which also is fun. <laughs> I mean, we did start podcasts for a reason. Obviously, yeah. we really <laughs> like listening to ourselves speak. So mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah. But okay, so Leanne, yeah. Leanne helped me uh because I started uh recording and then I played Masters and Debaters intro and Trouble HQ's intro <laughs> at the same time. And then I got flustered and confused, but we figured it out. I, th- I think we're good now. Yeah. Um, so now I'm nervous. Would you like to take this shot first? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Start off right. We have no bananas. We have no bananas today. Ugh, whiskey. <laughs> mm, that good, good. Um. Sorry to immediately derail the podcast. Do you have a phone charger? <laughs> um, yeah, I do somewhere. Hold on. <laughs> this is how dead is your phone right primo now? Primo audio. Uh, I'm at 16%. I was going to charge it on the second leg of the. I, we flew in from Austin to Houston. I live in Austin, Texas. Uh, and I do have a podcast, which I guess I should probably plug. You at should some point. absolutely harmlessly self promote. Yeah, obviously, absolutely, absolutely. It's um, a similar vibe, maybe less curse words, a little we, more informative. Maybe, maybe like slightly less, less curse words, less raunchy, a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> there is still, we swear, we're cool guys. <laughs> We're we're really cool, okay? I yeah, promise. I promise. <laughs> well, as he's going to plug in his phone, pause, <laughs> pause for dramatic effect. Jill, how's your day? Yeah, well, um, the only reason I have a phone charger is because my life is crazy right yeah. now. Yeah. So I came straight from uh, the venue straight here. So, and my phone was on like ten percent for all my meetings, and I was like, 
You just really, you guys really like living life on the edge here. But I mean, I I was just having this conversation. I have an ADHD coach, and I was like, Is that just a therapist or? No, because she doesn't want to hear all of that fun uh. stuff. She doesn't want to hear about the yeah, trauma. She's just no. helping you get yeah, my, my th- acclimated. My therapist has a much more fun time. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> my ADHD coach, though, I was like running through just like how I, my day is chaos all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I run from one thing to the next constantly. So I was like, is that, am I forgetting things because that's the ADHD or because I just do too many things. And mm. she's like, most people don't do all of these things. I was like, but they do. But they do. <laughs> they do though, right? But yeah. they do, right? right? Yeah. Hold on. I'll say, yeah, yeah. I got to open this one too. I'm yeah. starting with the twisted tea. Nice. Because honestly, Jill brought in Modelo Chilada, Chilada ones. I don't, yeah, they're like the Narana. And, yeah, no. And one more. Do it. Orange and chili peppers. Yeah. So tell me how it is, because I didn't want to like open a big, because they're like the massive ones. You want to try it? Yeah, can it's I? Actually, it's actually pretty, pretty tasty. good. Yeah. Okay, they're a little on the warm side. I got them at the gas station, and then that's okay. Sat here oh, for that's a not bit. bad at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm actually kind of like. I was scared it, it was going to be like too tomatoey, like because I'm not a huge like I don't do Bloody Marys. I'm not a huge Michelada fan. But that's more orangey than anything. So, so yeah, cool. I don't know if the chilada has anything to do because I thought the I same thing either. at first. I don't think there's any tomato in there whatsoever. Some of their other flavors, so it's false advertising. Well, yeah. some what of the, the fuck Modelo. Some of their other flavors were like they had like a sangria one oh. and a lime one, and I forgot there was like two other ones. I'm so there better so not be fucking tomato in my sangria. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Modelo. I was hoping to find those four loco uh, new flavors that I put on the, yeah. the on the um, Instagram. The other day but i didn't i just saw regular and i was like i'm not up for that lame i still want to try those twisted tea uh uh bomb pop ones i haven't seen those yet either i think i think the boys at master and debaters had them so maybe we should hit them up see if they got yeah where they got them yeah have y'all tried those uh the sunny d seltzers yet yes i I want to try it so bad yeah same same. I want to feel nostalgic. I want to feel mm-hmm. like I'm 10 again. I want to feel nostalgic as fuck while I'm getting fucked up. Exactly. Yeah. While I'm getting fucked. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, bringing it back to you, Lan. So, Thank your you. podcast. <laughs> uh, it's called Bottle <laughs> Episode. The subtitle is The Professional Bartender's Guide for the Cocktail Enthusiast. Uh, kind of just like helping people. We talk about it like a classic cocktail, how to make it, mm-hmm. what we like about it you know some some people get like into the history about it some people are just like well i like it because of these reasons mm-hmm. um but it's always fun to talk about that talk about like different ways to make it all those sorts of things and then the second half is us just like asking people what kind of martinis they like and mm-hmm. giving people advice on like how to not be an asshole at a bar <laughs> yeah classics yeah. Yeah, sim- so again, similar vibes, yeah. but you know, yeah. it's cool. So but the, the nicer the sli- version. The slightly more version. diplomatic approach, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I was like, you're like giving them tips and we're like, don't do it that, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's a don't fucking do. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, no. It's, but yeah, no, I love it. It's, it's a great podcast. And we've had a couple, you've had some guests from uh, Nashville on there too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know one of your first, first episodes was with Emily. Yes, one of my so, first episodes was with, was with Emily and, was, and John and, Pete. And John Pete, so... Mm-hmm. Both she did past both members. podcasts that same day. Yeah, I'm she, pretty did. Sure. <laughs> she did. Cause she did because they recorded it here, I think, mm-hmm. to use uh, or maybe no, no, she, they recorded on uh, on a pair of like Apple headphones. <laughs> nice in Old Glory. 
<laughs> yeah, I remember because like she came here later after she had recorded. She's, She's like, like, this is a much more professional <laughs> setup. <laughs> it was definitely a little more professional. But she was like, oh, it was funny doing both yeah. in one day. So I was like, that worked out. But yeah, she and then she was our first guest. So I thought mm-hmm. that was cool too. Yeah. But yeah. We love you, Emily. R.I.P. We do, yeah. Shout out, Emily. Yeah. Always shouting at it. I'll say always, yeah. Yeah, but that's, uh, well, because that's how we met. Because uh, mm-hmm. Lan, way back in the day, when I first started at Old Glory. Like, uh, God, like four, four years ago Four now? years ago, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, you, yeah, you were kind of like, we always ended up working the same shifts together. Because mm-hmm. I was only there part-time when I first started. Yeah. And so I think it was the two shifts that I worked a week. I always worked with you. Yeah, it was like. And so we became fast friends. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we would always go out after work, we'd go to like Dino's. Yeah, I'm just like. You want to go to Dino's? I mean, <laughs> duh, obviously. <laughs> it's so nice to work at a bar where you can go out afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super dangerous, but it's so nice to be able to do. Like, Agreed. Uh, uh, I sometimes get that get the ability to do that at Roosevelt Room, mm-hmm. but most of the time, like on on weekends, we close at two, mm-hmm. and that's when all bars have to close in in Texas. In Austin? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, and we close at midnight on uh, weekdays, but closes take a long ass time there really? so like if i'm if i'm the closer i'm not getting out of there until like two sometimes that so. that honestly i think it's it works better for me because same thing when, when i'm at flamingo they close at three every night so like i never have time to go out after work so it saves me money yeah mm-hmm. and and it helps my liver all um, of, all good things all good things but it's nice like it's i i just i do remember those moments like extremely fondly where we were like mm-hmm. go to dinos or go to dukes and just like like hang out yeah. after i feel like that builds camaraderie in a way that like like working a hard shift and then doing that is Definitely. like is is just something that i do miss quite a lot yeah i would yeah i would agree with that that's what uh, that's what's nice that i have like the two two jobs cuz i'm at good times and i'm at uh, flamingo and at good times the two nights that i work we close out one so like yeah. we could go out after plenty work. of time well you're definitely better people than me if you go home if it's after bar close cuz i'm the person that's either the number of times Spencer and I have stood out in a parking lot while he chain smokes and I mm. we just talk shit until like five in the morning. Oh, or, that happens too. Yeah. Or I invite everyone back to my house and yeah. it's suddenly a party until eight AM. Like Yeah, I stupid. usually hit people with with, Hey, you wanna come back over to my place? I'll make martinis and we'll play Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep, that yeah, but it also is still cheaper, so that's a win. If you got definitely, like a, definitely still cheaper. You got a six pack well, in your trunk. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think it's still cheaper for everybody who's not it's not your house. Like the number of bartenders I've had, um, the guy that I text you about, like yeah. trying to find a job, um, mm-hmm. might move and be my new roommate. And he used to show up at my doorstep at like three in the morning, just drunk as shit and be like, will you make me bake mac and cheese? <laughs> That's an so odd I, request. No, so I, would, so I, I would feed everyone too. And I'm like, what? I don't even feed myself. Why am I feeding the bartenders? <laughs> now I have an empty fridge <laughs> and an empty tummy. Austin <laughs> does not have a good late night food scene though. Like, really? I don't like, feel like Nashville does either. It's better. It's, <laughs> yeah. Like like you can go to you can go to Dukes, you can go to Dino's and get their their food until like almost three. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in Nashville, like restaurants close super early and then most bars don't do food past a certain point. Oh, you mean in Austin? In Austin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh like the only like late late night food stuff is like halal carts mm-hmm. and things like that, which is great. Well, that and, sounds like, tasty. That's yeah. that's super tasty, but like 
I don't know. I also like living in New York for a little while too. I was just like, well, I'm going to go to the bodega. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to the bodega <laughs> yeah. and just like, I want to pet some bodega cats. Let's go. <laughs> I want to pet a cat and I want to get a chopped cheese and, and just the biggest Tecate you've ever seen. Fuck yeah. It sounds amazing. I feel like that's what I was used to in Cincinnati and Chicago too. And then when I moved to Nashville, I was like, what do you mean Taco Bell's the only thing open past midnight? And, yeah. Yeah. and you don't want to wait. 10 p.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. Like it was so weird. And then COVID kind of shift some of it too. I it think did. in all the cities, like mm-hmm. for sure, yeah. Because yeah. well, you were you, you were you were in New York during COVID. I yeah, I moved to New York. It like maybe. Because how long did we work together before you moved? I was I, I was at Old Glory for a year. It okay. felt like longer, but yeah. I was there for a year. Okay. Um, and that's from like bar backing to bartending. Yeah. That was my first like actual like cocktail bartending mm-hmm. job. And um, you were so passionate about it. Like not it made anymore me... though. <laughs> true at all yeah like when i, first... I only have a podcast about it <laughs> fuck this job yeah, yeah i do it out of spite <laughs> it's it's like a masochism thing for me at this point <laughs> you just like it yeah and it, it enveloped your whole life but you were just like so passionate like the first time i ever met you i was like this guy knows what the fuck is up and i love when like baby bartenders can come on the scene and just like rip it a new one because like you were so excited about learning everything about it i I was and am. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like it's still my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's um, this is going to come out, I assume, after we've done the pop up, which is tomorrow. Yeah, unfortunately, um, sorry. No, no, I mean <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but I'm I'm so excited to get back behind. Uh, we're mm-hmm. doing a pop up at Old Glory. Yeah, I'll uh, post about it on our Instagram. So if you guys didn't show up on Tuesday, your mom's a hoe. your mom's a hoe. <laughs> Faux show. Faux show. But yeah, so that's why he's in town. It's not just to record the podcast yeah. with this guy. They flew me out here. They're rolling in money over here. Podcasting, it's it's a fucking cash It cow. is a lucrative <laughs> job. I'm about to quit my day job. Let's go. Do this full time and complain People's, about people, guests that I don't have anymore. Yeah, people talk about bartending like, and how lucrative that is. But podcasting? <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's not a lot of work at all. And uh, yeah, no, editing doesn't take any time, basically. And... And yeah, you just like <laughs> anyone immediately can start <laughs> making like hundreds of thousands of dollars. There's no studio fees or anything. <laughs> no, uh, of course not. Well, I, luckily, you have your own studio, so you don't have to pay that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's calling it a studio is <laughs> is generous. We have a guest room that we turned into an office, and this is so much more professional. Like you've got the lighting, you've got the soundproofing, and we don't do any of that. And yeah. it, I think it kind of shows. We also like are drinking cocktails, and often they have ice in them, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of like clink, 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 clink. Yeah, clink. yeah, yeah. That's why we tried to just do beers and shots. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we we we're we also kind decided. of trashy like that. <laughs> true, true. We decided. Who is we? I mean, obviously, like ambience. if you want to talk about your co-host as oh, well. Oh yeah, uh, my my lovely wife Elise. Shout um, out who, Elise. Yeah, shout out Elise. She's so pretty. She is, and also very nice. Um, <laughs> I keep her around. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's. She's just pretty and nice. <laughs> nothing going on up there, though. She's not, like, brilliant or anything. I am basing this just on looks alone, all right, guys? No, but yeah, she's, yeah she does it with you. Yeah, yeah. So I we, I, really I, cool. did, I did two episodes of the podcast without her. Because she has her own podcast. Does she really? Yeah. It's, How do um, I know this? Um, it's called World is Burning. It's, like, uh, she does it that with her depressing. friend. That sounds depressing. Kind of is, kind kinda, of isn't. I'm, I'm so into it though already. That's all um, I needed to hear. It's uh, 
she does it with her friend who lives in New York, mm-hmm. um, who used to live in Nashville. They went to college together. We all like uh, Elise uh, and Olivia and I all went to college together um, at Belmont in Nashville, which I regret. But um, <laughs> still paying for it to this day. Uh, no. Nice. My parents were nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> My parents loved me. <laughs> I, I got lucky, yeah. and uh, I am forever grateful for that. But I, in that in that sense, I guess I am a nepo baby. <laughs> Shout out Land's parents, <laughs> <laughs> Nettie, Joy, and Michael. Here's looking at you. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, no, they have a podcast called World Is Burning, uh, and it's like the it's like a climate anxiety podcast. They tell mm. they tell stories about like. Different, like different things all the time, you know. Some, oh, some are about like, you know, fucked up shit that's happening. Some of them are about people, like environmentalists, and they kind of just cover like environmental topics and wow. kind of it. Like, if you've listened to my favorite murder, I know that was like one of their big inspirations. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they basically like write up, do research, and tell yeah. each other a story. Oh, um, I kind of like that. I'm gonna have to give it a listen. Yeah, it's really good. Well, we'll we'll tag you. We'll, tag, say, we'll my, tag both of you. And my ADHD is real into sciencey. Just random fact shit. So that's right up my alley. Yeah. And yeah. I have Give a very a negative outlook on life. So yeah, that sounds right that's up my alley. Like, <laughs> like I am a I dream about the apocalypse. That's all I ever dream about. It's like And they're not nightmares, they're dreams. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 um so she does that. She uh is a social media manager for a record label mm. and uh like does all sorts of, like she sells vintage clothing she's she's the best yeah um but we did a couple episodes without her mm-hmm. uh and by we i mean me i i <laughs> brought on brought on guests and talked about cocktails um and we did two of them and then we were like this needs something else yeah yeah um and what we needed was like like elise knows a lot about cocktails just by osmosis yeah. because i talk about it all the time mm-hmm. um but she she also is like compared to the average like cocktail bartender is like a novice about these things. So she like, you know, she kind of comes in and like asks the right questions. Gotcha. And, and just like somebody that a listener that doesn't know, like she's the one asking those questions because yeah, I always say that like when we're talking about something, like it's common sense to us, Mm -hmm. but it's not common sense to somebody that isn't in this industry or never worked in the industry yeah, before. And, so you and, have to like check yourself sometimes and remember like, oh, these people don't know what this acronym is or like what this I means. feel like that's a, just a big part of my job as like an events <clears throat> director though. Yeah. Like I was talking to our food and beverage director today and like he, I think he thought it's, I'm, I have a new job. So um, I think he thought he was gonna have to come in and explain it to me like I was a novice. Mm-hmm. And then once he found out that I had that up, op- like I started like, mimic like mirroring back what he was saying and being like oh well what if we did this and my questions he was like oh so you like really know how to do this (laughs) job and i was like yeah yes i do (laughs) i'm a fucking professional (laughs) (laughs) i ain't no newbie i've been doing this before uh yeah no but like that is cool that you have like somebody that is so knowledgeable and then somebody that's so not Mm -hmm. that's why i like episodes when we have brando on as the guy in the chair as somebody who has never worked in the industry before like he asks all those kind of right questions which i think is great yeah and it's just like also like how many like i don't want the audience that wants to just listen to a, a man talking a lot yeah um as your man explaining how to make a daiquiri yeah <laughs> <laughs> um 
<laughs> also, I love it. You're our guest and you're pouring our shots for us. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, he's sitting in my chair and that's usually my job. I'm the shot pourer. So I have Fair. enough on my plate already. I just like to be hospitable. Yeah, of course. Fair. Like mm. That's on me. <laughs> well, we're paying you to be here. So I, the least you could do <laughs> Literal, is like, pour thousands shots of dollars. that we provided for you. You got my Venmo though, right? <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Cool, Don't worry cool. about it. <laughs> yeah, we've got a celebrity on the podcast today. You know? <laughs> I mean, you kind of are a celebrity. It was funny. I was in I was in BCB a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I went to the Roosevelt Room pop-up at Dead Rabbit. Yeah, and yeah. That was wild. I, w- I wish I had been able to be there. Yeah. And so I was talking to the bartenders, and I, t- I totally forgot. Like, it just completely slipped my mind that you worked there. Yeah. And I, like, because I knew you were in Austin. I just forgot what bar. And so we were talking to the bartenders because we ended up getting two seats at the bar, and they were super great, awesome guys. And we were talking to them, and they're like, uh, they're like, oh, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm here from Nashville. And they're like, we're doing a pop up there next month. And I was like, oh, sick. What bar? And they're like, Old Glory. I was like, I worked there for like four years. Oh my god. So like, so you know Lan? And I was like, how do you know Lan? <laughs> I was so confused. They're like, he's our head bartender. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm dumb. I'm. Please excuse me. I was like, and then I immediately texted you. I was like, dude, like I just met all your coworkers. Yeah. They're so nice. Yeah. So a couple of them are gonna be here this week too. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to see them again. So that'll be very nice. Yeah. Uh, Ryan and Justin, who you probably yeah. met. Justin's the Justin owner. I met. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan was at the pop up as well mm-hmm. in in Brooklyn and. Uh, than one of our other bartenders, Armando. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really great crew. Yeah. I like that. It's so awesome to see you like thriving so well. Like, what made you decide to move to Austin um, from New York? Because so, in New York, where were you working? You're at Dante. Uh, yeah, right? it was at Dante. Yeah. Um, we like the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and it was just like, Again, I think I chose it, out of out of all of history one of the worst times in history to move to New York. Yeah, yeah. because I was there for six months, and then the pandemic hit. Eep. And then I like, and I then prices skyrocketed. Prices actually went down for a little bit because everybody was leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, like everybody was getting out of getting the hell out of Dodge, mm-hmm. and so I was able to like, but I was also like. Elise's family is from Connecticut, so mm. I stayed with them for like three months. That's nice. Which was good for longer than you would think it was, but then when it got bad, it was really bad. <laughs> um, so we went back to New York to a shower that was like caving into the floor below it, and like we were just like, "This sucks." The real yeah. NYC like, life. And like winter is is nigh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to say winter is coming. <laughs> Winter is nigh, and I drink and I know things. <laughs> uh, yeah, winter winter was like right around the corner, and so we were like, we don't want to be stuck in a, a crowded city that we don't feel comfortable going out in, mm. and and having to like pay so much money for an apartment that isn't comfortable. Yeah, and like we looked at other places in New York, and we couldn't find anything that we liked, and we we're like, well, what if we left New York? Mm. Uh, and we we talked about like moving upstate for a little while. We we're like we could get like a nice little like house and and just kind of like have. And then we were like, but it's gonna be so cold in upstate New <laughs> so York. So let's go the complete opposite and move to Texas. Yeah, and like Elise was like, I've been to Austin twice and I really liked it. And I was like, I've been to Austin once and I really liked it. And so we we're like, let's look at what apartments are yeah. going for there. And they were much cheaper with a lot more space. And so we were like did like a couple virtual tours and we're like, yeah, let's like, like 
should we do this? And yeah. then like it kind of started off as a joke, and then like a month later, our bags were packed. Yeah, um, that's cool. And it was, it was, it's been awesome. Austin is great. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. A lot of people like to compare uh, Austin and Nashville. But they're yeah. so different. Yeah, people do all the time. And I've never been to Austin, so I can't compare them. But, but you're coming I, in yeah, August. I, 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 yes, I'm manifesting that. I plan to. Yes. Yeah, I would really like to. Yes, I you think should. they mostly just compare it because of the how much they both blew up. Yeah. They both blew up. They're both in the South. They both like kind of have a music vibe. Mm -hmm. um, well, and we lost some things to Austin recently. CMA Awards, I think, moved there. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, telling I mean, me about it in the events world. <laughs> I lost a lot of revenue in those months. Oh, no. Um, yeah, they do that. I think it's in Austin. It's definitely in Texas, but I'm pretty sure it was in Austin. It would be wild for it to be in, like, Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I'm 99.9% I'm .9 sure they moved to Austin. But, um, yeah, they – I feel like Texas, or Austin specifically, has gotten a lot of stuff that – Nashville was like on the rise for here five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I will say like, it's, it's very interesting having lived both places. Cause like Nashville, I think is like ahead of the curve. And as, as far as like cocktails go, like you go anywhere and you're going to mm. have a great cocktail. Mm. And like, if you go to a nice restaurant in Austin, it's not a guarantee that you're going to get a great cocktail, but if you go to a nice restaurant in Nashville, like going to get a great cocktail. Yeah. Um, that is cool. And I feel like that's definitely, blown up in the past like six seven years yeah, yeah. which is cool um but like austin i think is is more like you know nashville tries to like make you forget you're in tennessee every now and then yeah um, it also depends on where you are depends in on nashville. where you are and where, what, what's convenient to nashville yeah we're um, like a little blue dot mm -hmm. in a sea of red but then but i feel like you guys are too yes but austin is just like yep we're still Texas, yeah. <laughs> like very, like very, like I as as like I just think that Texas is is so pervasive as like an identity uh -huh. that they're just like well, like there's no getting away from Texas, like we are Texas, yeah. Um, even if it's like the least Texan place in Texas, are the accents still... stronger down there? Do you have does everybody have a Texas accent? Because no. like you barely hear Southern accents in Nashville, yeah. which I think is funny. Yeah, yeah, I I I don't really feel like many people have Southern accents in. At least in Austin. Yeah. I feel like, like, though, Texas is more of, like, this, like, Texas draw, like, mm -hmm. how I kind of, like, run my words together because I talk too fast. Mm -hmm. I've always, like, when I lived in Indiana in high school and we would travel for things, people would always be like, are you from Texas? <laughs> you have this Texas draw, like, and I was always like, no, that I have ADHD. Is, and I'm, I'm like, just, is that what a Southern <laughs> accent sounds like? Because it doesn't sound like anything to me. Mumbling over your words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Down in Austin, Texas, we have seen... I've seen horses walking down the streets. <laughs> also, some llamas. <laughs> llamas are everywhere, Texas. <laughs> we are, we are just littered with llamas here in Austin, Texas. It is a problem. Oh my God! Shout out llamas! Shout out to llamas! <laughs> I do love a good llama. Uh, I love working the soundboard. It's also uh, like the street. You know how like some some like crossing signals will like say like wait or whatever yeah. and it's like just like an extra audio cue which is great um the ones around us are like wait to cross <laughs> caesar chavez and pedernales street wait to cross guadalupe and it's just like what the, what the fuck? who did you hire for this <laughs> Uh, it's like the ways, Texan. the ways setting. They just like moved it to. Yeah, you could change the yeah. uh, audio on it. it. Always cracks me up. Like, country, country western version. 
Turn right. <laughs> so how long have you been at Roosevelt Room then? Did you have any other jobs in Austin before that or did you go straight? I went Roosevelt? straight to Roosevelt Room. Yeah. I went. How, how did you find your jobs in each market? Did you set them up beforehand or did you wait until you got there? Um, I waited until I got there. Um, here, I like... I, I moved back. I lived in New York for a little while and then I like for like nine months and then I moved back because I was out of money and I really liked Elise. Um, and then is it because like, she's pretty and nice? It's because she's pretty and nice. <laughs> nothing else. Nothing else going on up there. If that's a, if, there's, if there's anything you take away from this episode is that I'm I'm <laughs> I'm married to Elise because of that and that alone. <laughs> In fact, it's a selling point for me that she's just so dumb. You know? <laughs> she makes me look really smart, <laughs> like on a daily basis. It's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I moved back to Nashville, and this is where I kind of like found the industry, mm -hmm. like for in earnest. Like I, I had been doing it for a while, but I didn't like. I was doing it as like just a to job. pay the bills, yeah. But then I like I saw. Like first first place I ever felt like, oh shit, like these people are the real deal was actually like watching people bartend at the Fox, like right after mm -hmm. it opened. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um and and seeing that I was just like, I wanna do that. I wanna do that. Mm -hmm. Um and so I worked a couple places uh, and eventually got like basically just like annoyed Emily into a job. <laughs> At, at I feel Glory. like a lot of people did that. Yeah, <laughs> like well, just, she, that's just, how she got the job at 308 too. Like, what is it, New Girl? When you just Joe Biden someone and you just like are just constantly just around uh, I just, <laughs> enough, I just kept, until you get the job. I just kept hitting her up until yeah. she was finally like, "All right, yeah, sure, you can come and bar back <laughs> Fuck here." Fuck it, fine. All right, <laughs> God damn it, quit pestering me. Um, and then yeah, I moved to New York and was like, "I'll I'll find like I'm gonna just like basically like." backpack around town with my resume and just mm -hmm. see what sticks. Yeah. And Dante was the one that happened to stick. Uh, so I worked there until I was furloughed. And it's so well known too. Like mm -hmm. both of, I mean, both bars yeah. that you've worked at, like you have a really impressive resume. I hey, think. thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I can't take any credit for it, but right after I was hired, we did win best bar, world's best bar. You did. You did. Take that credit. Take that credit. And I'm not saying it was because they hired me. <laughs> It was a contributing factor. I, I was I was mostly a barista at the time, but <laughs> I mean, like, look, those lattes. <laughs> uh, fuck. But yeah, I those went. Those martinis to... fuck too. Yeah. Have you been to Dante? Yeah, I went. Uh, Martin... Not not this past BCB, but the BCB before. Yeah. Martinis, Negronis, are just like yeah, banging across mm -hmm. the board. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Austin. I moved down there, and I was not really even planning on getting a job. I was just like really balling on that, on that unemployment. Mm. Um, and then, but then like a friend of a friend, uh, posted a thing in a Facebook group and my friend told me about it and I was like, well, I might as like, I should probably think about the future at some point. <laughs> yeah. And so I sent off the resume forever. and like, I had an interview and, and they were like, well, we're, we're reopening in like two weeks. Do you want to be a part of it? And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, and it's been, it's been really good. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Is, is the pop-up only for one day here? It is. Yeah, yeah, just tomorrow. But we're taking over for the whole night. So I know. I saw that. Uh, five to one. Yeah. So, so we'll, post, we'll post about it. Um, if you've got a time machine and you're listening to this. <laughs> um, set, it to set it to July, July 11th. 11th. <laughs> At Old Glory. Thank you. Between five and one. <laughs> Don't come before. Don't stay later. Past your welcome. <laughs> the huge, you know. Mm -hmm. 
But no, that's uh, that's super cool because I feel like a lot of the times when I see pop ups at different bars, it's like for a couple hours or for like a happy hour or something. Because like the few times that there have been pop ups when I worked at Old Glory, it was only for like a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. So you're doing a full day, yeah, man. Yeah, we're taking over the the bar for the whole yeah. night. And Will it be weird like being behind the sticks there? Have you been a since little, you like, moved away? Um, I've only been once. I, I was in Nashville last time I was here was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. I was here for mm-hmm. a wedding, and then we stayed we stayed at the dive, which was rad. Yeah. Um and and yeah, we we like we went I only went to Old Glory once mm-hmm. and it was like right before we had to go to the airport. Yeah. Um and but it was just like, man, this place is still just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh Michelle, who like I think is kind of the the brain trust behind oh, most God. of the cocktails there. Shout is out just like motherfucking shout Michelle. Out to Mich- Michelle. She is she is a an angel wizard. An angel on this earth. And she's a wonderful, wonderful human. Mm-hmm. And I love that I still get to see her because like she still she does stuff with flamingo too. So I'm mm-hmm. always like, every time I see her, I give her a big hug. She's yeah. great. But yeah, so you saw her. That's a, yeah. But it'll be weird like stepping behind that bar again. Yeah, it'll be a little weird. If only because like like working at working at Roosevelt Room, we like we everything is like so like right there at your yeah, fingertips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so like learning to navigate bars again where it's like, well, I have to like turn around to grab this thing mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just like like it's always a, a bit of a learning curve to get back into like yeah. something else. But it was like old glory I think is still my favorite job I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh same, really. Definitely. Yeah. And why'd you fucking leave? <laughs> we don't have to talk about that right now. We'll talk about it off air after hours. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but yeah, yeah, it's so true. It is like, I still recommend it to people to this day, but because like, uh, oh, funny enough. Oh my God. I had the cutest group of people this weekend. I loved them so much. So um, I got, I worked Flamingo Saturday night and it was like super dead because it was like really bad storms up until like a little mm-hmm. later and then it cleared up. Yeah. Um, and so like I got there at eight. There was nobody in there from like eight to ten. Uh, but this group of like four people came in. They were visiting from Phoenix, Arizona. And they were the only people in the bar. And I'm like, okay, like I guess I'm just entertaining you guys for the next couple hours until, mm. you know, the DJ shows up and people start partying. Um, and they ended up just being so cool. I introduced them to Fernet. They never had Fernet before. Mm. Um Two of them liked it. Two of them hated it. <laughs> That's <laughs> not bad odds. Not bad odds. Not yeah. bad odds. Um, I also introduced them to pipe bombs. What they never, that? they never heard of. A, you've never heard of a pipe bomb? I don't think it's so. a kind of a trash bar thing. Love that because uh, when I first learned it, it was when I worked at Tint Roof um, on Demumbrian. Um, so you know how you shotgun a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, instead you're going to shotgun a Red Bull, but you're going to pour a little out and like pour in a shot of liquor. Okay. So it's like shotgunning a vodka Red Bull, but I usually do it with tequila. Um, and so I made them do all that too. And they really enjoyed it. And I also, there was three guys and one girl and I killed all of them. I finished before anybody else. And they were very proud of me. I say you just named off the two things that I hate the most in the world. What? (laughs) Fernet and pipe bomb. I hate Red Bull with a passion. (laughs) Did so many Jaeger bombs back in college oh, that so like you just this, PTSD. The, just a whiff of any energy drink. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Luckily, I mean, so they ended up just like hanging out for a couple hours, had a great time, and they're mm-hmm. like, "We loved you. Like you are our favorite bartender that we've had, and they've been here for like four days already." Um, and they're like, are you working tomorrow? Like, can we come back and visit you again? And I was like, no, well, Flamingo's closed, but I'm gonna be my other job tomorrow, which is right down the street from here. Good times. You should come in. 
and do that. And they were like, like they were like gassing me up. They're like, we're going to come in. We loved you so much. But we're going to bring our other friends that decided not to come. And I was like, yeah, totally. I like gave them the address and everything. And I was like, they're like, so I'm at good times the next day. And I'm like, they're not coming in. They're not. Coming. And then lo and behold, they rolled in thick. They brought all their friends with them. They had a great fucking time. That's we the turned best it. Feeling. Yeah. yeah. And it was like a super dead night because it was also rainy and gross yesterday. Today's nice, though. And also, have we talked about good times yet? Yeah, we did. Okay. We, uh, it just hasn't come out yet. I was browned out yeah. in that episode, so I couldn't remember. We had a little bit of a drunk episode last week. Mm, don't, don't a little bit, a bit, a lot of bit. I it's don't know. Um, but yeah, and so they ended up having like just a great ass time, and like they all followed me on Instagram, and they messaged me like on their way to the airport this morning, and they're like, first of all, you killed us, so rude, uh, but also like you made our experience so wonderful, and like we want to yeah. come back and visit you as soon as possible. And I was like, that's really really cool, and like I love when I can make those impressions, yeah. and when I have the chance to do that, because a lot of the times especially at Flamingo. It's a lot of turn and burn. It's really loud when the DJ's playing. Mm -hmm. You can't really have those kind of personal connections. So that's why I like working the two jobs because like you can have more conversations at good times because it's just a little more casual and just more chill. For sure. But yeah, and we just turned it into like an emo night and had a grand old time, but... I love, I've missed the nights when we just turned turned the bar into emo night. Oh, just yeah. Impromptu. We would do that all the oh, time. We did. Basically, every time we worked. <laughs> I think it was like every Sunday we always worked and we we're like, mm, emo Sunday, let's go. <laughs> like, nobody's coming in. Nobody's going to judge our music choices today. Let's do it. But it was always fun. And then the Barcelona crew would, would like yeah. come in and be like, yeah, <laughs> fuck it up. But yeah, it's always good. And then stay way past close to the point where it's like, do you like, want to help us clean up? Like, you know better. Like, that, and like, that's a don't fucking do for uh, like employees or like for people that work in the industry. And when you're going into other bars after you close your bar, like, you know better than to stay super late at somebody else's bar. Like, you would feel the same way if we were doing that to you. And yeah. like, you're stuck at your job longer because these people, like, oh, we're cool. We're industry. We know. You clearly don't know. Unless, don't those people. like, like, I would say the only the only exception to that would be like if you are given permission. The okay. Yeah. 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 What, what like uh what's the oh somebody at uh uh Duke says it like if your number's not saved in my phone or if you're not fucking somebody else that works here, get the hell out. It's yeah, like, they say something, or something like, along if, the those bar, lines. if the bartenders haven't personally texted you or something, yeah, yeah. like yeah. Like it's 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 really true though. Like if I know you and I say you're cool, you're cool. But like, don't overstay your yeah, welcome. There's, there's definitely the like. And don't everybody, think you're cool when you're not. Everybody get out, not you. Yeah. Everybody get out. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> like, you could stay after as long as you take out my trash, and I'll give you a shot for it. Thanks. Or if it's like a really busy place where somebody you can put like, on your resume that you worked here for that. Yeah. Oh really? Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cool. I could write that off of my taxes too. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a really busy place, somebody's like, "Hey, why don't you go to the bathroom real quick?" And then. While you're in the bathroom, they clear the bar out. Oh, no. like, why don't you go to the bathroom real yeah. quick? Take it, like pretend like you're taking like a yeah. big dump, <laughs> and then we'll just lock the door behind you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. That happened to me once at Old Glory. I got really scared. I thought I was in trouble, but it was like a glitz night or something. And Emily was like, "Come up to the office with me right now." And she looked like really like pissed off about something. And I was like, "Oh my god, what did I do? Like, what's happening?" And I go upstairs and she just hands me a key with a bump on it. And I was like, oh, this is what? Okay. All right. This is fine. <laughs> but I was like so scared for a second. I was like, I'm going to get in trouble. What have I done? Nope. Just do some coke with me. I was like, okay. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> but yeah. No, it was cool. It was really nice when I started at Old Glory. And like 
working with you mm-hmm. made me really excited. And then also with like that original crew that was, it was like all the guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really guy heavy crew. It was a really guy heavy crew for a very long time. And mm-hmm. then it like switched and then it was like all girls behind the bar, which was, it's different. It's different. Yeah. I think both are great. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's pretty even now though. Right. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been in a long I'll time. I'll say every time I go, there's like a mix of people. Yeah. So. But yeah, for a long time, I was the only girl behind the bar. Yeah, Laura would sometimes work a shift. Yeah, she was I kind really of, trying to get away from that. Exactly. Like I kind of took over her shifts yeah. so she could just go more into just straight managing. Yeah. Um, so then it was just a little me and all the boys. It was a boys club for a while. It really was. Yeah. Which is wild for like a, a like women owned bar. I know. Right? Also. <laughs> Um, but it was like, yeah, it was a really good crew. And I miss, I miss those folks a lot. I really, I texted all of, I, I didn't text Zach yet. I need to let yeah. him know that I'm in town. He's like never in town anymore. That's true. Let's be honest. He's always he's on like tour. famous or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's verified on, tw- on fucking Instagram. Well, <laughs> Twitter doesn't matter anymore, but. <laughs> oh God. Threads. Or is it, is threads, yeah. For threads. Yeah. He's verified on TikTok and on Instagram. So yeah, he's too good for us. Just yeah. kidding. We love you, Zach. He, he's been a guest. He's, yeah. And he was a guest on our podcast as well. Was he? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. We did. We did uh, an old fashioned mm. episode with him. I feel like at this point, are all the classic cocktails been taken already or what? No, there are so many. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I guess. Which ones also, haven't been done yet? Um, lots. Just because I'm, I'm assuming, I'm manifesting that I'm going to come down and visit and stay with you guys. Well, what would you want to do? I don't know. I'd have to go back and like see what everybody else has done. Um, we've do covered a lot research. of the big ones. We've covered, uh, we covered, uh, the first episode was Jungle Birds, which was a big swing for a first episode. Definitely. Um, second episode was Martinis. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've done daiquiris, uh, Negronis. Uh, See, Negroni would have been mine, but somebody took it. Margaritas, <laughs> lots yeah. of stuff. Corpse survivors. Didn't who did, didn't which Nick? Do, which one did Nick Dolan do? Uh, daiquiri. Daiquiri. That yeah. one was that one was a wild episode because we hadn't talked in forever. <laughs> yeah, um, he was telling me about it afterwards. He's like, "Dude, I accidentally got so drunk recording we, that we episode. We all <laughs> accidentally got so drunk, and you can hear it. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Can, and we, we I'm recorded. sure Nick uh, like. For anybody that knows, shout out Nick Dolan. I love you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the drunker he gets, the louder he gets. And he's a loud dude to begin with. And it just gets higher and higher. And you're like, bro. So I can only imagine recording with him. Yeah. I want to have him on an episode, but I'm too scared that he'd get too drunk and just start yelling. I mean, that was our, our lost episode. Oh, That's yeah. That's what happened. Everybody got so drunk that we were just, everyone was yelling at it over each other. Over each other. <laughs> there was too many people. There's too many drunk people in one room. There's five of us yeah. and a lot of big energies. Um, and that episode will never be released because it is unusable. You should send it to me. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. Um, I want to take this shot, but yeah, I think we also have to do a commercial break. So we will take the shot right when we get back. Okay. Bye. All right, guys. What do we want to talk about for the commercial? Uh, maybe the hot dog is a sandwich kind of a thing? <laughs> no, that's stupid, man. Everyone knows a hot dog is not a sandwich. All right. What do you want to do then? Let's talk about what everybody wants to talk about. UFOs. So my toilet, Mike Tyson, was telling me the other day that you could survive a zombie apocalypse in a PetSmart. Dude, are you okay? Yeah, what, what was that? I'm sorry. I don't even know what's happening right now. I've been listening to our podcast a lot recently, and... It's just, it's a ton. What's going on? All right, I'm just going to make this easy. Hey, y'all, we are the hosts of Master and Debaters, the podcast that debates all of life's silly questions. Join us every week as we present our hardest opinions on the softest topics. I'm Puck, 
and football is the worst sport. I'm Alex, and a hot dog is absolutely a sandwich. I'm Spencer, and the Beatles suck. This is Master Innovators. Find us wherever you get podcasts, and as always, stay mad. Hey, I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And we're the hosts of Banter and Such. Each week we get together with the most interesting people that we know and talk about the things that we're generally interested in. Like movies. TV shows. Movies. Nostalgic childhood franchises. Movies. Urban legends. And sometimes movies. So check out Banter and Such anywhere you get podcasts. Banter, ampersand, such. Or banter and then the word and and then such. Or just banter and it fills in the rest automatically for you and you just click on it. Either way, it's called Banter and Such. Want to get into some BS with us? Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first-level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. And we're back. I'm figuring this out, guys. I'm glad you remembered that because I did it. (laughs) It was a little late in, but here we are. But okay, let's take the shot again. Whiskey. We have no bananas. We have no bananas today. Ooh, that was a bigger one than last time, bro. Yeah, I poured it a little heavy this time. Rude. <coughs> Me and whiskey will never be friends. I when it comes to shooting. I love this shit. This yeah. is like one of my favorite bottles of whiskey that has come out in recent years. Really? Yeah. What are your what are your go-to drinks? Like what do you prefer to drink? I'm a big martini drinker. So yeah. I drink a lot of those. Um, but I have like a really broad definition of what a martini can be. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it's as as long as it's clear booze and white vermouth. Or like I'm in. Then I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Like and that that can kind of go from like white fortified wine in general. Like I I love like a manzanilla sherry or mm-hmm. something like that in my yeah. martini. Um I like using mezcal or rum or whatever. I'm sure we'll talk about this when I'm a guest on your podcast. Yes, we will. But what is your ideal martini? Um I kind of go back and forth between uh I really and I fought hard with Lex about this like years ago because I love uh, 50-50 equal parts gin and vermouth martini. So do I. And she was like, it's not as well balanced as like a two to one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe not, but yeah. like it's still like it's it's refreshing. You can drink more of them. Like they're lower ABV. Exactly. Um, and there's they're they're like they're just good. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether or not they are like more balanced, I still think that they're like they're one of my favorites, but I go two to one a lot these days too. Yeah. But I, I, I've been really into like wilder vermouths. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, lo-fi out of California. Lo-fi, I love that lo-fi. Makes fucking incredible vermouth. They really do. Um, and I, I really love their their sweet vermouth because it's like this sweet white vermouth, but it also has like a lot of like herbal notes and, mm-hmm. and like bitterness to it. I've been it's, using that a lot in my Negronis. Yeah, it's super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I like doing that as like a two to one. With uh, with gin, yeah. What is your ideal martini, Jill? We've already talked about the espresso martini. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bitch like that. <laughs> That's your go-to martini. Is an go-to. espresso martini. I'm not a big vodka or um, gin fan, which is what most 
martinis, I feel like, are just, you know, based. But um, yeah. so I'll, I'll definitely drink them, but martinis aren't really my go-to. Yeah, fuck I, a vodka martini and also fuck a dirty martini. Yeah, I will say I'm, I'm getting more into... I agree with you, Puck. Yeah, I am fuck. getting more into some some gin because Miley actually is a big gin drinker. Mm -hmm. And like that one that we were just ripping out of the bottle on 4th yeah. of July. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm Which starting... One? Uh, what was it? It was like it was very tasty. I want to say it was like a prickly pear. Interesting. Like one. Right? It wasn't like a flavored gin, but it was like it had like all these it, really cool notes. Yeah, and it was really good. Um, we're gonna have to ask Miley. Yeah, we'll have to ask. She got it for her birthday. It was. Uh, I think it's what uh, Jess got her for her birthday. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because we spent Fourth of July on the rooftop at the Bobby Hotel. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it was a lot because it was <laughs> Owen, Spencer, Joe, um, Jesse. And Puck, Puck they yeah. all DJ'd. They all had like our oh, DJ sets. Mm -hmm. That's fun. And like we like the It was like our our not just like our core friend groups, but like the And then everybody the extended else the extended. Group. Yeah. And we just took over that rooftop and it yeah. was a shit show. And like uh, a couple of the guys had rooms at the at the Bobby that night, so we were like, "Oh, the bar's closing down. Guess what? We're but just like, gonna there's go." Traffic. You can't leave downtown. <laughs> no, yeah. so Fuck we were that. like, instead of going to another bar, let's just go get drunk in somebody's room. Exactly. So it yeah. was a lot. So we went to Spencer and Miley's room, and we're just like, they they're like, we have alcohol, and so the, the three of us girls were just passing around this bottle of gin. Yeah. Just, um. So I've I've started to get a little bit more into gin. Not it's still not my favorite, but um. You mentioned mez using mezcal. Yeah. And I've I've kind of been doing that a little bit when really? I yeah, when I've gone to a couple places um or just like in general, maybe not a true like martini, but just kind of my own mix like um where Miley's at right now. Mm -hmm. They've got a daiquiri that has this like blackberry mix in it. Ooh. And then they have a separate mezcal drink, but I for I forget what's in it, but I was like, mm, I'm not really not feeling that and I was like, "Hey, can we like combine the two together? Do like a thing right here? <laughs> and she's like, I've never thought of that, but yeah. And it was so good. She's yeah. like, I'm gonna start telling people about this. So. <laughs> um, but I've had a couple of uh, mezcal, I would say martinis at a couple of places, yeah. cocktail bars that were really, really good. Mm -hmm. The oh, only yeah. the only drink I ever got on the menu at Old Glory was kind of a mezcal martini. Yeah, it was. Which one uh, was that? The I don't remember what we ended up actually calling it. Um, I, it was based off of a cocktail called the Alaska, mm -hmm. um, which is gin and yellow chartreuse. Um, but I did mezcal, yellow chartreuse, and blanc vermouth with celery bitters and grapefruit bitters. Oh, yeah. Um, and I called it because uh, as an homage to Alaska and Tina Fey's um, uh, stint as Sarah Palin on <laughs> SNL, I called it I Can See Oaxaca from My House. <laughs> Um, which which everybody at the bar hated, so we called it something else. And like I contributed that to the menu, and then immediately left. <laughs> You're like, and I'm out. And now I'm moving to New York. <laughs> Drop the mic, and I'm gone. That's too funny. Uh, yeah, I stand by that cocktail though. It fucks. Yeah, I bet it, and was, it was really good. I will say, I do not like dirty martinis unless we're talking like onion brine. Oh fuck! Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Onion brine in a martini is like a classic del Gibson. I think is fucking delicious. Yeah. Like a, a dirty Gibson. Yeah, and if you ever go to Old Glory, the housemate onions that they make there They're are so just good. gold standard bomb. The ones at Roosevelt Room are good. The ones at Old Glory are yeah, and that's on Michelle. Level. That's on Michelle again. Yep. See, I think that's the other thing too. Whenever I go to somewhere that's gonna make it the way that I'm gonna like it, mm -hmm. 
I'm such a bourbon girl that like when I go places like that, they usually have nicer bourbons that most people don't carry. Mm -hmm. So I tend to lean towards towards ordering bourbon instead of yeah. trying stuff like that. But I sent you that one in uh, Chicago that was it Satano? Oh, I don't remember. Um, that's it's like a James Beard awarded one. They have got, but they had a mezcal. Um, I forget what kind of vermouth was in it, but like it, we just passed it around the table. We were like, this is the most interesting complex cocktail mm -hmm. that any of us have tried and it's it was every single one of us was like this is delicious yeah i love those kind of drinks where you're like oh my god you need to try this yeah. like those are my favorites yeah and then it gets back to you and it's like practically gone especially if it's in a martini glass <laughs> because that's the one thing i always say about martini glass or like coupe glasses in general i'm like there are three sippers for yeah, me. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. Like, doesn't they, matter what it is. There, it's it's gone too fast. I need ice to slow me down sometimes, mm -hmm. and that's the only reason why I always like laugh at people, like especially at Flamingo if they're trying to dance and they order something that comes in a coupe and they're like, "Can I just get it on the rocks?" Because like I'm gonna slosh half this yeah. when I walk away. Um, so well, that's the only time I will be like, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But don't say it's a manly glass. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm always like black out when we go do espresso martini night though yeah i can't stop i can't slow down <laughs> they're like yeah it just and it's too, just like you good. look you turn around and it's gone mm -hmm. uh one time uh, i was at attaboy here in nashville and i was like only drinking martini variations mm -hmm. this was this was like four years ago and um i believe that it was uh mitchell who now lives in seattle and i ran into him at a pop-up that we did there oh no way uh yeah he came by and i was like do we we were both kind of like, do we know each <laughs> Why other? Why do you look so familiar? <laughs> um, I hate those. I hate those interactions when you're like doing that weird we, Spider-Man we, meme, we like, like kind pointing of, at each other. We like talked it out and we were like, okay, yes, I know where you're from. Mm -hmm. You know where I'm from. Like, awesome. Uh, and then we caught up a little bit and that was great. But um, where was I going with this? <laughs> oh, uh, I, he was making me martinis at... Uh, at Attaboy. Attaboy. And I had two... And I just knocked him back yeah. real, real fast. Mm -hmm. And the third one that I had, he came, he came out and he gave it to me. I'm pretty sure it was him. Uh, gave it to me on a on a rock, and he was like, you know, just in case you want to slow down. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that's a cool trick. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna remember that for later. <laughs> like, it, it really that's, does help. Yeah, honestly. that's how I make martinis at home. Is I like uh, typically like I measure everything. Like when I'm working, but when I when I make martinis at home, it's usually just like I grab a bottle of vermouth, grab a bottle of gin, whoosh, yeah. right over the ice. Yeah, I call that the 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 mother's ruined <laughs> <laughs> when you just jankly pour it straight into the uh, yeah no pour glass. spout no nothing no just nothing like, just yeah let's hope we don't accidentally spill yeah speaking of mother's ruin um. You guys, I love you so much. Everybody that works there is wonderful, but you guys need to get your communication better because I went after work on Thursday and of course like I knew all the fucking guys behind the bar and within a 2 minute period all four bartenders at different moments came up and poured me a shot of tequila. <laughs> So I had four shots of tequila in less than 2 minutes and none of you guys knew. And I was like my guys, I love you, but like, I'm not trying that's, to. That's when you toss a 20 on the bar and get the fuck yeah, out exactly. of there. Yeah, exactly. I was like, like, if you're ever giving a shot to a homie, yeah. like, tell the other bartenders that you're working with that, like, oh, I just gave or, him a free shot. Or you know what? Just Give like, them a minute. Just like, hey, hey, everybody, eyes up. <laughs> Pay attention. 
attention to what the rest of your team members are doing. Yeah. And like we were, uh, we were just like hysterically laughing about it. It was Pat and I. And we were like, what the fuck is happening? It's slowed, we weren't mad about it. It's slowed down now, but that's how emo night used, be, used to be. Yeah. Like I'd walk in and Joko would have immediately just hand me a Jaeger shot. Mm-hmm. And then I'd see Owen and then get a Jaeger shot. One. And then Spencer, who's sober, would hand me a Jaeger <laughs> shot. And that's kind of how and, Fourth of July was. Yeah, let's be honest. Was, I feel like every two minutes, uh, a Jaeger shot was just being handed to me by somebody. And I was like, okay. What, what was really Nothing nice. Nothing more terrifying than a sober enabler. <laughs> <laughs> what really. was really nice about Fourth of July is nobody knew how many people they were buying shots for. So I was just kind of like standing on the outskirts. So when they'd hand it, I just watched Nick get handed one because she was standing closer. Yeah. And then I, would, I would just absorb myself into the background <laughs> and be like, I'm not taking this. Yeah, they'd just be like, I don't know, like six. I don't know, it's like eight shots. Yeah. Okay, and then just start handing them to random people. Mm-hmm. And I was always just too close. And you were and doing I'm, like the Homer Simpson into the bushes. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was like right on the, yeah. right at the back of the group. So they would hand it to her and they would look at me like, oh shit, we didn't get her one. And I would just be like, I would just like pretend to not be looking them in the eye. And yeah. like no one would say anything. <laughs> And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. I'm too into this random conversation right now with this random person at the yeah, bar. I, yeah. I didn't see that shot go around. Jill, I'm that's sorry. a bush. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I definitely took, I definitely got roped in, especially when I walked in. I think I took three Jaeger shots in like two minutes. Yeah. Like right off the bat, it was just one, two, three. And then after that, I was like, I don't exist. I'm invisible. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. I'm never gonna say, I'm never gonna say no to a shot, though. That's the problem. It's, it's tough. I have started sometimes saying no. Like behind the bar. Yeah. Can you uh, guys drink at Roosevelt Room? We can. You can. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we like, and we we try to like, you know, do little family meals in between yeah. things and things like that. But like, there are some nights where I'm just like, I'm good. Mm. And sometimes it's because I sneakily took a shot <laughs> without you. Without you. <laughs> I, I like, just took one because <laughs> I <laughs> saw my moment. <laughs> and I took it. See, yeah, the, my problem is I don't like taking a shot alone. Like. I feel I'm like just, I'm not a big drinker. I feel like that's alone, a true yeah. uh, that's a true alcoholic when you're taking shots alone. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like not to I, call you out or don't anything like that. <laughs> but everyone that, that comes to my house is like you have such a like so much alcohol and I'm like cuz I don't I don't drink, drink it. It. It, it. The beer that I have in my house has been expired for so long. <laughs> I need to throw it away. I'm so the much. exact same way. Like I really I don't drink when I also live alone. So like mm-hmm. if I I drank a lot more when I had roommates because then we would like, like when Jake and I lived together, like we would both get off of like our jobs at the same time because we were both yeah. bartenders and we would just like come home and like hang out and chill and like drink yeah. and catch up on our days and stuff. But like I can't take a shot with my cat. So, well, you can. <laughs> I don't think she likes alcohol that much. <laughs> I've tried, but yeah. So, like, I just don't drink yeah. at home when I'm alone. That's I'm fair. Not, That's yeah. Fair. But like, I feel like if I, I didn't, mean, like, if I, mean, I lived alone, I don't think I would drink nearly as much. But because I, I like have a partner at the mm, house, we yeah. like drink together. Exactly. And if you have one other person, like I have roommates, and I still don't drink that much with them. Like even when Austin was living with me, mm-hmm. they would drink, and I would just kind of be hanging out. But like, I do feel like there's there are certain relationships that like I had a friend that used to come to my house three days a week, and we would immediately make old fashioned, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like in he's coming to the Blink-182 show. He's coming oh, yeah. down for that. And I was I'm just so like, jealous. I want to go. <laughs> I was like, I have to make sure that I have all my bourbon moved over to the new house before that because <laughs> we're going to go through it. What a nice hostess you are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. I. It's like one of those things like 
I always love it because there are so many times when people come up to the bar and like they just order a shot for themselves. And I'm like, I'm not going to let you take a shot alone. So I'll just take one with you. And I love it when That's that happens so to me nice too. Of you. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> generous like that. Not like I charge them or anything. I don't I'm just feel like, like I ever really have anybody come up that's ordering shots by themselves though. But being see, well, like it's funny when it like when it gets reversed though because I did it the other day. Like I um, misread my schedule and I was showing up to work like an hour earlier at Flamingo and I was like I'm just gonna go down to Never Never and just like grab a beer shot and like just chill on my phone for a little bit before work. And I just went up, ordered a Tecate and a shot of Fernet. And uh, the bartender just immediately poured two. He's like, I'm not letting you take one alone. And I was like, my people, thank you. I appreciate that. But it's it's very sweet. Anyways, Land, do you have any fun stories or anything? <laughs> or do we have to, I know you have dinner plans. Yeah, work. yeah, I'm well, 30 minutes late to dinner. Because you were late to get here. That's Well, why. again, blame United <laughs> Airlines. Um, uh, yeah, I've got um, one of my favorite stories. And it, I don't know how well this will do for audio. But I do think it's it's one of my favorite stories. Um, do you have to act it out or what? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay. There, there was this guy. So we have to paint the picture of what he's acting out. Uh -huh, yes. <laughs> All right. So, cool. so you get ready. Okay. Like, are you gotcha. ready? Yes. I'm ready. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite times I've ever had to cut somebody off was at Old Glory. Okay. It was like on a Saturday night. This dude kept trying. Like, I would be taking orders. Mm -hmm. We're in the middle of a round, and he would like try to talk over other people and be like, I'll have a Miller Lite. As they were ordering As their they drinks. were ordering. And I'm just like, I got you. like one second, man. I hear you. That's my like, least favorite person. And he kept doing it. And he kept doing it, kept doing it. Like, and it was always at like the least opportune time. Of course. I would be in the middle of like five other drinks mm -hmm. um, for the people in front of him. He'd be like, I'll have a Miller Lite. Just like, I don't like, also like, I think he was the type of person who was like not, leaving his tab open. So it was like every time I have to like close, close you it out. out. So so it was just this thing where he kept doing it and he was also getting drunker and drunker mm -hmm. as the night went on. And it became this thing where like his buddy was like, dude, you gotta stop this. Yeah. Like, oh, at least his friends were aware. Yeah, his friend was like, he's busy. Like, <laughs> stop doing that. And so like then it became the thing where I was like, I'm ready to take your order, man. But he was like being, he was being berated by his friend and they were yeah. like arguing in the corner. I ended up pouring his friend a shot. But then this dude like stumbles back up to the bar at one point and just like, I'll have another Miller Lite. And I was like, will you though? And like shook my head. <laughs> and he, he went, he cut himself and, off. Yeah, he, he just did like the, yeah, like he, the like, cut the neck. Like, cut the neck. Uh, he went like that and I nodded. I was just like, and he was like, <laughs> just, and like, just did give, the thumbs up. Gave a thumbs up and walked away. So he just immediately was like, "Oh, I'm getting cut off." Uh huh. Heard. It was, it was received. Like, I'm done. Those, completely nonverbal. What? Those are my least favorite favorite people though, because you know that they get cut off so that dude, much. That dude knew that exactly clearly, what the score he's was. He's not even gonna argue because he's like, "I've been through this." But I, I just, I, I oh, thought it was God. so funny because he was just like, "He's like, like uh, I'll uh, have a Miller Lite." Nope. Uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. That's my cue. Mm. But but will you? <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. It's the self-awareness sure for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. You sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> That's like one of my favorite memes recently. It's just like, I don't even watch that show, but like, it's like, it's great. Yeah. But uh, there, yeah. the new season came out and I feel like the, the new one is just like, ah, <laughs> you sure? <laughs> The, ma nah. the master and debater guys, I think, are uh, over us sending that meme because we're just like, <laughs> we overuse they're all, it. They're also applicable, though, you know? But they really are. I know. Uh, yeah, so, Lan, I love yeah. you. I'm so love happy you. to see you. I'm so happy I'm so to see happy you. I'm so happy to see you tomorrow. 
Yes. And for yes. everybody that's listening, you all showed up, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't, you know. <laughs> Again, your mom's a yeah, hoe. Yeah, that's, that's just, that's the long and short of it. Well, sorry, Lisa, you're a hoe because I got to be in St. Louis. So. <laughs> uh, so what is your Desert Island cocktail? What is one cocktail that you will never, ever get sick of? I'm assuming it's a martini. I think it's a martini yeah. because like, and again, I have a pretty broad definition of what a martini can mm -hmm. be. Um, but I, I do like, it's just the one cocktail that I always find myself craving. Mm -hmm. Um, and daiquiris are just too easy to drink. Yeah. And I get so that. like, it would be one of those two, but I think that, that martinis are just like, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the gold standard. for Yeah. Me. <laughs> and then what is your guilty pleasure? Cocktail? My guilty pleasure. Cocktail. Like what is a drink that you're Miami kind of, Oh, oh. Yeah. oh, that was fast. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I, I love a good Miami Vice. That just makes me want to sit on a beach. Yeah. Or sit by a <laughs> pool and just drink a Miami Vice. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, okay. So, Lan, where can we find you and your podcast and all that stuff? Give us all the deets. And yes. we'll make sure to tag you and everything as well. But um, I'm at Lan Tollison on Instagram, and I never post, but <laughs> I sometimes do. Uh, it's at L-A-N-T-O-L-L-E-S-O-N. Uh, and that's everywhere because nobody has my name. Um, it is a very unique name. Hey, thanks. Um, <laughs> that wasn't a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you anyway. Um, and then for uh, my podcast, it's Bottle Episode, and you can find that wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can follow us on Instagram at Bottle Episode Pod, and we do TikTok videos every now and then. Do you really? Yeah. So we we're do, trying like, to get into tutorials that, and we're trying to cocktails. figure it out. Hopefully one day we will. We are super behind. Like We yeah. haven't done them in a while, in a while but... Uh, we do do them sometimes. Yeah. And then uh, uh, if you want to follow Elisa's podcast and listen to some some climate stories, mm -hmm. World is Burning. Uh, it's World is Burnin with no G <laughs> on burning. Instagram because World is Burning was taken. I mean, so. no surprise there. Yeah. 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 So that's that's me. <laughs> Any famous last words? Um, fuck bitches, get money, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great, great, That's a great last word. word. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I like, I like the 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 end of it though. Just like, I guess. <laughs> And I guess that's the end. Cool. <laughs> Fuck bitches got money. Uh, okay, let's see if I could figure out the soundboard to do the outro. Pause for two seconds. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, before we there go, yeah, we there go. Goes, yeah. yeah. Uh, before it. we go, one last shout out to the Helios Network. Without them, we wouldn't be here. And if you're not following us on Instagram, your mom's a hoe. You can follow our podcast at Wasted Truth Pod. And you can follow me at Nick Alette K, spelled N I K O L E T T E K. You legit <laughs> forgot how to spell your own I did. <laughs> And you can follow me at Jill underscore Schuler S C H U L E R. And if you want to follow any of our any of our other awesome podcasts, I fucking suck today. You can go to www.theheliosnetwork.com. And always remember, your hair looks great, and we love you. Yeah.
how far away is your Uber? Three minutes away. Three minutes away? Yeah. Okay, so we have some time. Yeah. Yeah. You got any other famous last words other than fucking bitches and making money? How many um, bitches you fucking? Should I, should I call Elise? <laughs> right, I was going to say, do we need to bring her into this? Uh, They're going to divorce And how much money episode. are you making from Not all these enough. bitches that you're fucking? Not enough. <laughs> it's never enough. <laughs> I'm like, rich in bitches and poor in money. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender struggle. Ah! <laughs> you guys are going to folk for dinner though? Yeah, it's yeah. going to be great. Is Elise uh, with you? No, no she's not. Okay, no. so it's just like, is it the gang of yeah, just, all just the Roosevelt okay. crew? Yeah. yeah. We talked about her coming, but I think she's coming to, with me to Tails. Nice. So. <gasps> you oh, going to Tails? I'm pretty sure I'm coming to Tails. Okay, okay, so we are as well, hopefully, well, maybe. I, oh, yeah. She, Nick definitely is. I'm still debating. I have my flights booked. Yeah. I haven't booked the Airbnb. Nice. I don't know. I haven't figured it out we yet. We have a backup plan to stay, though. W working yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. I need to text Kevin about that. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, no. Tails I should have be like, fun. I just this will be my first time. Have you ever been to Tails? Uh, I went last year. Yeah. Um, it, we were nominated for top four. Yeah. And so I went, I, I went like on the last day of like Tails proper. Uh-huh. Um, and we like went to the award ceremony and shit, and it was really fun. That's super cool. Um, Wait, for Rose yeah. Room? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then- uh, Look at you working at all these top-rated yeah. bars, you bougie bitch. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, uh, yeah, this will be my first time, and I'm super excited. But I've heard, you know, crazy first, stories. Yeah, it'll be my first time. I've heard uh, so many stories. Yeah, but yeah, I just yeah. bought a house. I have a. I'm going to the Fall Out Boy concert this weekend. It's the only weekend that I don't have anything. She to do. might have a court date. We don't know when, yeah. so she might only be yeah, there for yeah. one day. But at I'm, least for a listen, little bit, it'll be fun. Fight the power because <laughs> Metro, the <laughs> loading zone bullshit. Parking tickets, my I ass. I was literally unloading <laughs> for a restaurant in front of the the restaurant. I have a letter from the restaurant, and they've made me go. So to the court. restaurant should have paid your ticket. Yeah, they, damn. They, they what's well, like? A, it's almost it's over a hundred dollars. It's crazy. And they're like, uh, I've had to go down there three times just to get this open back up to go to court. Really? Just, to, that sucks. just to hand them my, all I'm going to do is hand them the letter from the restaurant saying mm -hmm. what I was doing, showing the timestamps of how long I was parked, which was within the limits. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, cool, bye. After I spent <laughs> $50 in parking going there three times. Yeah. So it's <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. No, so I might only be, be at Tails for like a day. Oh, we'll make it work. Yeah. yeah. But I'm excited though. Should yeah. Be cool. Should be good. New Orleans, baby. I haven't been since before COVID, so I'm super pumped. I've never been in New Orleans. I love New Orleans so I much. I feel like if I lived there, I would be dead. Yes. Same. Uh, just from alcohol alone. Yeah. And just like, I don't know. I just feel like there's but, there's a dark magic to that city. It is. <laughs> it really is magical. Do you magical. feel like it would be like a Broadway here though? Like where you never go? No. Okay. I like as many times as I've been to New Orleans, I still end up on Bourbon Street. So, nice. gotta go. hot takes. Right. Bye. Love Bye. you. Bye. See you later. Bye.